Hello and welcome back to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast where one of the hosts once walked under a 55, maybe older year old weeping willow tree in the middle of an ice storm and got hit on the back by a falling branch. It is the Never Words podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother, Tim. And do you want to do you want to speak to why you were walking under that uh, willow tree? Uh, well, it was the craziest ice storm either of us have ever seen. Ice storm of 08. They're still talking about it. It's funny. Dad, when we went to walk down the street, Dad said you guys should take hard hats. And he was right. Well, it wasn't even the street that, uh, by the way, there was like a down tree on our street, but it was behind our house. Oh, yeah. But I said, Tim, let's go stand in the middle of the backyard. There's no trees there. And we can just like listen because trees are popping left and right. It was crazy. Left and right. And you said, no. I don't want to get hit by a branch. And I said, Tim, we're going to walk under the tree for a second. A branch isn't going to hit you. And sure enough, a branch fell off this old rotted out weeping willow tree, landed right on your back. Oh, I mean, it was, I was right. It was seriously one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That storm was incredible. You didn't have school for like 14 days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everything froze. It was outrageous. Forget how long Worcester State was closed. It had. I to was be on at break. Least, at least on... a week. Uh, uh, winter break. Yeah, it was winter break. I didn't miss any any classes. Lame. All right. Well, that was a nice trip down memory lane. We just had a nice a, a storm this past weekend, so it was topical. Yeah, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Had to no, go to work. Neither was I. You know? I have this uh, nice snowblower, Tim, and the snow was so heavy that it straight up would get to a point where it would just the snowblower would stop. Yeah, that happened to me a few times when I got home. Uh, You you really just got to eat at it, you know, well, take little bites. True. Until, you know, you get to the how do you start it? You got to start it somehow. Well, you got to stick your hand in there and you got to be careful because you will lose a finger. Oh, I mine has a little probe and I knock the snow. Mine has a probe too. Uh, Griffin uh, uses a shovel, so it's somewhere in the yard, um, and it's about an inch and a half to two inches wide. Like it's not a good shovel. You should tell him, "Hey, bud, this like a a, yeah. a, sn- a sand shovel would be better." He didn't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> All right. So well, I'll find that in the spring. Yeah. So Tim. Um, I came into this all hot and bothered about the Celtics, but yeah, you I was a little sweaty. You um, you added some Patriots stuff, and the first oh, could you fix your camera? I'm looking at half your face here. Um, it's hard. It's it's laying up against uh the very hungry caterpillar spin and seek and a box of shoes. Okay, there you go. That's good. That's a good angle of view. Um. So the first you added some Patriots stuff because I didn't think there were too much going on, but you you wanted to have a little debate here of do we want to see the Patriots take a wide receiver one or or are you saying a wide receiver a wide one rece- or a tackle? Is that in the draft or is that in free agency? Or are you saying what do you think draft. is more like first pick, not like a number like a number one wide receiver, but like who do you want their first round pick number- to be? Number 14. A tackle. Yeah. I agree. There's no reason to not go after that. That's like a need. So there's the philosophy of 
when you're drafting, if you're at 14, do you just take the best player or do you take the need? Well, if you can get a really good tackle, then you've done two, both those things. And uh, Skornaski has fallen a little bit. He's now the number two tackle to the guy from Ohio State. Wasn't it Skoronsky? Skoronsky, I don't know. I don't. We'll figure it out when they. Yeah, we're closer hopefully, to the draft. Hopefully, when they say it. Um, but, um, the kicker is it's the wide receiver they're projected to take. Yeah, is Jackson Smith Najigba from Ohio State? Yeah, and he just had a he had a good combine. And he was hurt last year, mm-hmm. and he led the team in receptions, yards, and touchdowns when Alave and who was the other guy from the Jets or the Saints? From the Saints? Yeah, they were both on the same team, the Jets wide receiver and the Saints wide receiver, the rookies. Anyway, out of the three of them, he was the best one as a junior. Uh-huh. Are you th- has wait, Olave is on the Saints? Yeah, so uh, Garrett Wilson. Oh, I I don't I didn't know where the hell you're going with that. But so anyways. all three of them were on the same Ohio State team. Yeah, and Najigba was the best one. Mm-hmm. He is slot. He is projected to be the number fourteen pick to the Patriots yeah. after the combine. Mm, I bet I'll go even higher after if he has a good combine has like one good interview yeah but he had a shitty last year well was it shitty or was marvin harrison jr just better he was hurt and marvin harrison jr was better but i'm still all for a tackle broderick jones skornansky whatever you want to call him uh i just also think like if you got an explosive wide receiver, I'm not against that at all. That'd be great. I would love to. I'd love to see it. But if you got a turnstile at right tackle, Mac Jones doesn't have time to throw. Yeah. So it seems like I read a, an athletic article by Chris Graff, and he said the Patriots feel good about their line. They feel good about the guards and center. And Trent Brown's Trent Brown. He... If he's healthy, he can. If if they swap, if he's him, playing right tackle, regardless, there's thinking we're a tackle oh, short, what? which is true. They're a tackle short. The Patriots won a Super Bowl with Trent Brown at left tackle. Yeah, five years ago. I'm just saying, they did. Uh, yeah, he can't play left tackle anymore. He's too old. You got to move. We talked right about tackle. this. He's twenty nine. He's not that old. Well, Tim, he plays like he's old as dog shit. You're a pretty ass thirty one year old. Uh, yeah, I, he can't play left tackle. I don't. We watched it for eight, seventeen games. He was hurt oh. for three of them. He can't play left tackle. Right, write a letter to your congressman because he's playing tackle. He's playing left tackle. <laughs> no, he's not. He's playing right tackle. They're drafting Broderick Jones who was a fucking monster in the combine. I watched yeah. a lot of the combine at work, well, by the at way. Work, yeah. Thank you for your uh, taxes, everybody. Did you figure out the YouTube TV thing? I did. I'm really proud of you. Next thing we'll do is figure out those headphones. 
the YouTube TV thing was it sent two security codes. Oh, because you had to I was go to the second a, one. Well, no, you had to do both of them because it's I'm in a secure facility. So it didn't oh, trust it. Wow. Thought it was one of the inmates. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it thought, but had to, you know, work through the cement, you know. So you also posed the question of did you watch the combine? Uh no. I didn't <laughs> watch one half a second of the combine. Even clips on Twitter I didn't even stay for. And the reason watched... is it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, shocking. Shocking. These guys who are going to be in the NFL next year run a fast 40. The big guys bench press a lot. What it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. So I wrote the combine is a joke. I watched it. And nothing matters without pads. Like so in the morning of Sunday like at noon it started and it was line Hold up. Noon is not Sunday morning. Debatable. Um, it no, started. It's, it's facts. It's not debatable. And I, we watched a bunch of linemen run the 40 without pads. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, they're big as shit and they're fast. Like, that'd be a scary person. But like, what's the point of a lineman running like, yeah, that's impressive. He can run a four nine. Mm-hmm. Like that's way faster than me. I would never want to run away from that person. But it's not like they don't run any drills. No, and when is a lineman going to run at a sprint forty yards on the field un without touching someone? Straight. Straight without the intention of hitting someone. That yeah. lineman it's going to get passed by the wide receiver and they're going to stop. They're also screen. wearing what? 15 pounds worth of pads. 10. What kind of pads are you wearing? Well, the helmet's heavy. I guess. Yeah. If you're counting the helmet. Well, they're wearing a fucking helmet. No, like... I know, but I just don't, I don't associate that with like weighing you like your shoulders down and stuff. Your neck take care of it. Takes care of it. The helmet's heavy. No, I know. The helmet is probably, yeah, I don't know. Well, they're new now. They're all. You think they're lighter? Yeah, lighter Uh, and better at stopping concussions. Yeah, I don't know. And then did you see Will Levis? I I don't know. What what position does he play? He's the quarterback from Kentucky. Okay. Uh, He threw it the third fastest ever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And people were like, that's so impressive. He threw it. I think he threw it sixty-eight miles an hour, which is impressive. No, great, but but fantastic. It's like he got a snap from a coach mm-hmm. with no pressure and just threw it as hard as he could. Yeah. What is the point? Uh, what? What? I mean, Tim, I'm not, I was I wasting you... time because I was on the clock. So, right, like, what's Where do the you point? Think I do this? all this research for this podcast. Yeah, well, but what's the point? Tim, exactly. And that doesn't translate because Jamarcus Russell threw it from the 50-yard line on one knee and hit the goalpost or the crossbar. And But that guy loved to study tape. Mm -hmm. Especially the blank ones. No, I also wrote down that um, the draft and any form of preseason games 
are up there with the combine to me is just useless. You know what I, I do when the draft? I happens? like the draft. I look at it. Who was drafted the next day? And you know what I wish the draft no was? Uh, just like it just happened. Not this big buildup. Not this like. Well, oh, who are it, they going to take? Like, yeah. Nope. Just it's a thirty-minute show, and we're banging out three rounds. Or the and they even made an, a separate broadcast on ABC that's all sap stories. Yeah, I don't need like like I don't on need to ABC hear a couple years ago. I remember seeing a screen grab. This kid gets fucking drafted to the NFL, and they're the underneath little graphic said he lost his father at eleven years old. It's like, I mean, that sucks for the guy. It's yeah. terrible. But what can you? How many? How many yards did he have receiving? How many rush yards? I don't know what position he played. What was he a lockdown corner? Whatever it was, it's like give me that info. I just, especially hey. now, because then you go on Twitter and it's you're getting the pick before the draft pick shows on TV. And the first draft, like the first round being its own day, like that's. But you know what? The NFL does it like they make a ton of money. Oh, yeah. I couldn't imagine. I'm like, we're big Patriots fans. Don't miss yeah. a game. Uh, we're football guys, Tim. A couple football guys. I would never in Eat my chicken life. Chicken wings. If the Patriots had the number one pick and they were like, hey, they're having the draft in Manchester, I'd say, Ugh. is it at Snoo? Uh, yeah, it's at Snoo. Little and foreshadowing. Like, is L. Rincon uh, catering? I don't know, but I'm not going. No, I'm actually going to say, you know what? I don't have to leave my house, but I'm going to get all my shopping, like grocery shopping done on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, down I'm the hatches. Not, they could have it at. Carriage Town, the local restaurant I go to all the time. Yeah, where and they, I would still everybody I would still knows be your like, name. Do you think like I could come in and get my sandwich? Is it gonna mess up my pastrami order? Is the pastrami gonna be as fresh? No, yeah, it's stupid. The people that go, honestly, and dress up, Tim, they honestly, must be paid. They have to be paid. They're who is that fan? I've never met that fan. I'm a big, we, I'm a, I'm a big fan. We're, big, I love the game. We're big fans. We love sports with a Z. But I think it means more to those people in a in a in a semi sad way. It like, has to. This is Patriots, that's crazy. The Patriots get eliminated. The Celtics lose. To, the Celtics lost to the Warriors. Perfect example. Last last summer in the finals. And I was pissed and bummed, and I was like, fuck, man, they could have gone up 3-1. And I, I marinated on it for a while. I didn't easily fall asleep right after they, they got eliminated. But, you know, the next day I had to go to work. I had to – I read stuff about it, and I still thought about it for a little bit. But I think those people call out of work. There's that many of them that they're filling these – uh, yeah, Tim, you don't know anything. You don't know about, you don't know, you don't know ball. That's what it comes down to. I watched, um, I watched Bedford Londonderry state championship game basketball? today at work. No football from uh, November. What did Bedford on win? YouTube? Yeah. Bedford wins oh, 15 to 14. Bulldogs 15 to 14. They kick a field goal, win the game. Wow. Good yeah. defenses. 
just think. So it was a big conversation. Like, how is new? So that's the D one state champ Bedford. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I you know work in Massachusetts. A lot of talk about like how do you think they match up with teams from Massachusetts, like you know Central Catholic or Everett or yeah. Boston and I was Latin? like, they would they would lose by I don't know thirty. And it was nothing in the first quarter. They were like, you really think that? And I was like, yeah. Springfield? The- Springfield's a legit metropolis. Not yeah. to mention Boston. I was. They were like, why do you think that? And I was like, I don't know. Every town. You just named Everett. Everett's bigger than fucking Concord. Yeah. That's your, Tim. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. But yikes. You can study up. On your just your, but they those the teams pool. They, they looked good, but like they're not beating Everett, like no. no but but I what, I did see a Goffstown uh Goffstown uh, Goffstown. He's gonna get. Oh, I think it was Goffstown Londonderry uh baseball game on YouTube. So uh, that must have been a real smoke show because it's on YouTube. Well, uh, Golf Sound, Tim. When I moved here, I found out that they're known for baseball. I was like, that's pretty sweet. First summer I was here, Golf Sound, uh, I believe. Little League. Little League um, represented New England in at the Little League World Series. I think they made it that far. I'm not sure. They yeah, either made sounds... the championship for New England or or actually won it. But that was... Means that they'll was a, be good in 10 years? Yeah, that was a good... Ten, well, in 10 years, they'll be in college because you play Little League at 12. All right, um, they'll be good in six? Tim. Five? I don't know. I don't even know how old do I was you, in the 11th what, grade. Do you... What are your thoughts on the uh, rumors floating around for the Patriots to get actually my boy, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I love this guy. I always have. I don't, I don't know how I feel like, obviously if they, I wouldn't, I wrote, I wouldn't trade much for him. Well, the, he's not a first rounder. No, the athletic had an article saying it'd be their second round pick number 46 overall. Straight up. That's what Chad Graff was saying he would assume would be the price. And for Brandon, I mean, it might not be this year. And then Brandon Cooks would be a third. Brandon Cooks is not worth the third pick. Third round pick. He was, he was already a Patriot and they let him go. I don't know. I guess they would, would entertain it, but. He also blew that Super Bowl. No, he didn't. He got knocked out. Because he did too much. He should have got down. Low the Super Bowl. The fact if that he, Nick Foles wasn't touched once lost the Super Bowl. He was about to have. He would have been the Super Bowl MVP. No, he wouldn't have. Tom Brady would have. Tom Brady was, threw for over 500 yards in that Super Bowl. He was having a great. Tom first Brady quarter. threw for 500 yards in that Super Bowl. Tim. He was okay. having a great first quarter before he got hurt. Anyways, and then he he did a little extra and he got popped. If they um, took a tackle. And then the price tag was a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Done. Mm -hmm. 
Get him in I would there. do it now and then just take a tackle. There's They're, three good tackles. There's no way. Trade up. They should trade up for a tackle. Who would they trade? I don't care. Uh, your first and third round pick to move up five spots to guarantee you get Jones. What about your first and Judon? No. What about Come your... On. Anyways. Uh... A Patriots official who, if they him, trade down, I might throw up. Well, Tim, don't have a big lunch. Have something. Have like a a brothy soup. I like throwing up the thick stuff. <laughs> oh, you know you're you're a pro at it. But the uh, Patriots said they are looking more towards a veteran than trying to get a guy in the draft. Fine. I'm fine with them trying to get DeAndre Hopkins. I think that would be incredible. Yeah, I also just, I wonder if... I also think the offense is just going to be better. I do too, because they have an actual play caller. We talked about this. Did you see the stuff this past week where Belichick didn't go to the combine? Like, Yeah. Is he taking a backseat? Four other coaches didn't. McVay... I don't care or, that he doesn't go to the combine. No. What? That's stupid. No, I because it's bullshit and it doesn't matter. Yes. I also think he is looking at it like, wow, I I made a mistake by having these yeah. two be assistants. Bill Bryan's here. Uh well, I don't know who the player guy is. They just what's his name? Do you know it off the top of your head? Klecko. Is that the guy who got like a little more power this year? But like, let them go oh, figure on the it offensive out. Offensive staff. No, in the player personnel, he got like a promotion. I don't know who you're talking about. I bet those guys at the, the draft do. Yeah, but like they can go. Like Belichick is like, you know what? Nick I, Kaylee? I that might be it. No, didn't he got? Didn't he get poached? I know Nick Kelly. Played football with him. No, don't. No, what was it? Nick Carolyn. Yeah. Tough, tough kid. Yeah. Nick Nick Kelly got uh he's on the Rams now, not him. I don't know who you're talking about, big guy. But Yeah, but either way, it doesn't matter. Like nobody cares that Belichick doesn't go to the combine. No. Um well that's all we got for football. It is the doldrums of the offseason because free agency doesn't start for two weeks and the draft's not till April. So that's why I wasn't even going to put it on here. But we got some, you know, that's quality content. You heard that Tim watched the high school, an old high school state championship game. Um, So we'll take a quick break and we, we just have to talk about the Celtics because stuff is happening. Tim, we're back. We're talking Celtics. I took some notes. I sat down. I kept the lights on for the game yesterday. Took some notes. Was a little um, excited when I saw Jalen Brunson wasn't playing. Although Rob Williams, surprise, wasn't playing. Malcolm Brogdon wasn't playing. And let's start with Friday night. Loss to the Nets. Worst loss of the season. Easily. And it's going to be something you look at if they're the two seed 
Not to mention they have losses against the Magic too. And you're if they're if they lose the one seed, you're gonna be like, they went. They lost back to back to the Magic, a home and home. Yes, that's embarrassing. It is, and that game against the Nets, I almost changed the channel. They were up twenty eight. So against the Nets this season, they are one and three. Wait, is it one and three or zero oh and three? Was that? I don't no, know. They won the first. They won one of the. Yeah, they first won that one in October. Week. I didn't know um, if that. that two was of those, me. though, Durant played on the Nets, so it's like. Whoa, I'm I'm saying Magic. They're one oh. and three against the Magic. Good young team. No, they're not. They're young, and they're a team. They beat the Magic. No, they beat the. They're one and three against the Magic, and they are three and one against the Nets. They owned the Nets until they lost all their good players. It's just between that Nets loss and those Magic losses, and being owned three against the Knicks. That's. Seven losses right there between those three teams. And I mean, take the Nets loss out of it. Six losses to the Magic and the Knicks. You can't get one of those. Yeah. Uh, Six losses in the NBA when you're a top three team in your conference is huge. So to, if you could have gone well, three and two, three. I mean, the Knicks are good. No, they are. But last The Magic night, aren't. Like, you should. The fact that you lost three times to them is. But the Celtics are also good, and you shouldn't go 0-3 against them. The Knicks, that is. Last night's game was so frustrating. All right, so let's just, let's go through it. Let's go through some stuff I jotted down. First thing, does Smart not have his magic this year? He always, and I say this, I wrote this down the first quarter. He had he had his smart plays in the th- in the fourth, but something just doesn't seem. Last year he had control of the offense. We he totally flipped us. We were like, "Yeah, this guy isn't it. Trade him while he has value." Then we were like, "This guy's it." Turns out he was the point guard they needed. He needed the ball, and it doesn't feel that way this year. He's shooting again. Yeah, too I wrote, much. I wrote that down. He still wants to take that shot. Like last year, the second half of last season, or probably like the third quarter, he just stopped like taking like the shot, stopped driving. Like he was dishing the ball. He was playing the offense. It now seems like he's back to the old way. And like people don't think like he had a bad game because he hit that huge three, but they forget that he missed the two before it. Yeah, he kept doing it, and I was like, he no. just kept, sh- and they kept feeding him, and he hit and then, it. But like, and the Knicks kept not defending him. Yeah, don't, don't, don't forget that he part hit of three it. Three wide open threes. Yeah, and he hit one of them. There's a reason he was wide open. Yeah, I mean, it's, you look at his stats, his stats are essentially the same. Like, I was like, okay, his stats have to be different, but they're not. They're so close together. It has to, I mean, his ankle hurts. He's been in and out with hip and ankle shit all year. So maybe just 
doesn't have rhythm that can be said for the whole like starting five but i yeah but he's been there more than like the whole starting five thing i get it i think it's they're under 200 possessions yeah i mean i which is that stat but they're under 200 possessions together like smart jalen brown tatum horford rob williams Mm -hmm. which is crazy to think well yeah williams barely played barely plays um but smart in the offense like he just he sees tatum and brown and every time the game's close tatum and brown start handing it off which is so frustrating because their offense is great when they just kind of do the flow of the offense Mm. yeah that but the my turn, happens, turn thing totally fucked them. That's why they were 500. That's what happened years. in the third. But that's what happened in the third quarter. Yeah. When the Knicks made that run, it was, all right, Tatum would have it. He would force a drive or force a shot. And then Jalen Brown took a shot at the elbow with like 15 seconds left in the shot clock. But it was probably like, end of the third quarter and scal said that's a great shot and i was like that's not a good shot like it was super contested his like knees were or his feet were up like towards his thigh like it was just a bad shot like so they ran a, like a you don't mean a jump shot you mean he looked like he, he had like a he was doing a like an explosion workout yeah and scal was like that's a good shot and i was like that's a terrible shot he forced that he dribbled from the right side of the key to the left and got to the elbow and shot it like uh, like I would shoot it. I can't get my heels that high, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, it the I mean it's it goes to it's the same as the end of games. Like that Philly game worked out because they had a play drawn up. When they don't have plays drawn up, that and this goes back to like Doc Rivers and Pierce. It's like yeah. it I understand the ISO thing, but run something and get the shot. At least it, get somebody open. Yeah, it it just like, seems like Tatum's him... shot at the end of the first overtime. That yeah. was nothing. That was just Tatum. Like he was kind of open, but he made a play. There, that wasn't a drawn up play to have any success. Yeah, nobody was open, and like t- Tatum. Probably should have hit that layup. I mean, he had yeah. a shit game. He's had a shit second half. He, the layup was tough because it seemed like he shorted it. I don't know if it was just like an angle yeah. thing, but it, he, well, obviously he shorted it. He front rimmed it, but it seemed like he didn't. I don't know if he thought he was closer or what. It just, it was an awkward shot when he took it. I was like, that, that seemed like he didn't mean to do that or didn't want to do that, but. It was a last minute screen that got him to make that mm-hmm. like to make that drive. Like it wasn't a drawn up play that was successful. Yeah. I think with smart though, it all clicked last year when he was facilitating. I mean, there was a crazy stat last year when he had like eight assists, they had like an incredible win percentage that just isn't there as much this year. Also not there. Grant Williams. I'm um, he was someone I said they Can should we... try and trade. 
There's he's someone that asked for twenty million dollars. I hate Grant Williams. I hate his face. He looks like a hippopotamus. I don't know. I'm not trying to be mean, but like no, that's not how mean. Do you, no. How do you complain so much? The complaining it's he was a rookie. And he's not good. He was a rookie trying to get in crack the rotation and he was complaining. And there were two points last night. One, he just let him quickly go by him, who was owning the game. He just like let him go by. He's like, oh yeah, I got help back there. But he didn't have help back there. Nobody's back there. And then at the very end of the game, on the final call, everyone knew what they were doing. The other four guys knew what they were doing. And they, Tatum and Al Horford were screaming at Grant Williams to do something, do not do, do what he was doing. Yes, do the thing. Yeah. Whatever the thing they wanted him to do. I don't know. It was probably a screen, but like. Or it was spread the, I think it was spread the floor out so Tatum could take someone one-on-one or get a pick into a better matchup. But it was out, like. God. I think the people like in the, it was always. But the then joke. he makes that huge, but then he makes that huge offensive rebound. I don't care. But that saved the game. You it can't say it sa- didn't. It didn't yes, save the game. Did. They lost. But that it saved the game at that moment. He makes it. They Great. miss a shot, and then it gets tipped out. Marcus Smart hits the three. Like, Grant Williams made that play. But, God, I, I just can't stand him. Him, I'm just not going to buy the save save the game when you lose. It extended it. it ex- okay, so that extended the game, but it brought it to overtime. Like, that yeah. was a big play. You can't say that was not a big play by sure. him. But Tim, the guy played over fifty minutes or close to fifty minutes. You're t- you're picking up, you're cherry picking one play. It was a big play. That was a gross burp, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> In the middle of this it, conversation. All right, it was a big so play. I wrote down numbers, and I was since Christmas. I picked Christmas because that's when I really Lock opened in. my eyes to the the NBA. All it's so much football going on but football races are pretty much wrapped up and at this point now i can be like okay i got five games here i'm gonna watch as much of this as i can um since christmas seven and a half points five rebounds two assists i was actually surprised 36 from percent from three because that's not bad but i looked he had two games where he went four for six and then two where he went three for six so those are you're gonna jack up your numbers there. So then I was like, well, this isn't making my argument. I mean, seven five and two is not good. No. So my argument's made. But since the All Star break, since they've started to struggle a little bit, they're, no, they're, they're struggling. Hit, they're hitting some rough air. We're go- they're going through a patch of rough air. Since the All Star break, he's fifteen percent from three. It's funny because, like, you watch the next game and then, like, a casual. I mean, I would consider myself a casual fan. Yeah, you're a casual. But a little, I, you know what? I'm not going to consider myself a casual fan. Not when it comes like, to the Celtics. I'd give myself a little more. Like, uh-huh. somebody would watch that game and be like, Grant Williams had a good game because he hit a big three and then he makes that play. But he, his defense against quickly was embarrassing. Okay. I I drove home 
last night from work after mm. watching it. And I listened to the end on the radio. You're fuming. And I was like, I fucking hate Emmanuel Quickly. I hate him. He was doing oh. all the dancing and all this stuff. Emmanuel Quickly catches a catches a twelve yard slant in the first quarter and and has he's a pointing little, to the first yeah yeah he's pointing to the first down. But then driving into work this morning, I was like, he had an awesome game. He kicked he was the shit out of him. <laughs> like I I get it. Like but in the moment, I was like, I fucking. I can't stand yeah. this guy. He it's keeps the doing same. the three thing. It's like, the same with, I hate seeing Steph Curry do a shimmy, but I, like when I watch Steph Curry, I'm like, well, this guy's the fucking best. Yeah. So, but, but he was just like, he did the three thing after hitting the first shot of the game. And I was like, that was excessive. That's when I started thinking this guy does the first down sign in the first quarter. But then That's, he just, then he kept destroyed his, him. Yes. Well, I wrote down last night in just like a semi blind rage. You you have Grant Williams in there because you need to, they had two big bodies in. You keep Grant Williams around, give him minutes to like bang against big guys. He loves banging the big guys, and loves it. Bear so, on bear. The thing that bothers me is he was getting hunted. If he's Mister Defense, if he's in there because his strength is defense, he he's shouldn't getting be hunted, hunted by a goddamn point guard. Him, yeah, but he's also six seven. He's not six eleven. It's not like Mike Muscala. It's like you see that matchup, you're like, oh shit, oh shit. Can I can I ask you something? Please, that's what this Why whole thing's about. The fuck didn't Derek White play in the second half? His first half numbers, it, I want to say it was eight six eight. That's eight fantastic. points, seven rebounds, and eight assists. He didn't play. Yeah, I did. He did he bang uh, Missoula's wife at halftime. I, I know that's a big thing with the Celtics. Like what happened? <laughs> um, why can't he play? Why is he? Why did he not play? I I don't know, Tim. That's the next. He was thing having an down. incredible game. I t- all I can say is he, they must they have all to season hurt. all season. If I'm rating the Celtics. The, uh, the how they I would rate them are Tatum one, Brown two, White three, Brogdon Horford. four, Horford five, and Brogdon and Horford are both four, four A and four yeah. B. Well, first of all, there's your closers, but second of all, Derek White, regardless of the matchup, regardless of the game, has to be one of your three guys out there with Tatum and Brown, and then you figure it out based on matchup who the next two are. If it's a team that's going to go small, Smart and Horford. If it's a team that's going to go big, Williams and Horford or Smart and Horford. Tatum's fucking 6'10". He's 6'10". Tatum should have guarded Randall last night. Horford in there. Take I Randall was nasty. He he is good. And those, he kills the Celtics. Those reviews on him for his fouls, that was a joke. No, no, nothing he did was smart... intentional. I don't understand. No, the kick in the nuts was not intentional. I think Although... they just look at everything to the head for um that was just like a rip through, but when he hit yeah. smart in the face, they just look at it if it's above the neck. All right. I, I didn't like that. Yeah, it slows it down. All right. But he was nasty. Yeah, he kills the that Celtics. Three he hit I think in the second no, at the overtime. End of the third quarter. 
Oh. No. He hit one in the first or second overtime, and I was just like, that's it. Yeah. Another but, thing that this team has had a problem with is stopping the bleeding. They can't do it. Yeah. They they absolutely. Quick. So, like, they that first of all, that's why you have Tatum and Brown. That's their job. It's like why you have a number one pitcher in baseball or you have, you know, Patrick Mahomes who can come out and be like, okay, well, we're getting a couple first downs at least. We're moving the ball. Yeah. We're going to score a point. Yes. And then in baseball, it's like we've lost two games in a row. This is last game of a, of an away stand, like on the road. Then we go home and your number one pitcher comes out and throws seven innings of one run. That's like yeah. Tatum and Brown need to do that. Yesterday, the Celtics fight back and tie the game in the fourth quarter. And Thibodeau calls a timeout and the Knicks instantly go on a 7-0 run. That can't happen. They came out, quickly scored a basket. That's a drawn-up play. Fine. That's going to happen. They That's specifically why you called the timeout. But then getting nothing on offense for two straight possessions and a quickly basket and a Randall three, it just can't happen. I don't think they're good enough under pressure. And I think that leads to the whole, like, because they had a 10-point lead at one point, or 12. What they have going yeah. into half? 12? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Like, you should have come out of the – and they came out in the second half shooting the lights out. And when teams go on a run, like, I feel when they feel the pressure, that's when it goes back to, all right, I'm going to take mine. Now you take yours. I'm going to take mine. You take yours. It's it's a perfect example of when they need Derek White because he'll just run Make a his play. he'll run his funny little way that he runs like Joel Goulet. I'll stand by their doppelgangers in the way they play basketball, and he just barrels into people in the paint, does a weird layup, gets a foul, or he at least plays with the pace to initiate the offense and gets someone open. And a lot of times, it's he does the passing and keeps moving and gets himself an open three. Because when Smart is in there, it, Smart thinks he's one of Brown and Tatum. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I'm going to get mine too. And now now you're, it's just three one-on-ones or three jump shooters. Like The Smart crunch time the, the shots are, there's at one point the crowd booed him. Did you hear on the, oh, I don't know if you were driving home at that point, but he took a shot and Mike Gorman said, Crowd is not happy with that shot selection, and n- neither was the guy sitting at home in New Hampshire on his couch. No, I was probably driving or walking home or walking out to the car. Walking home, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The rain. And then the last thing we can touch on is, I sent a basketball group chat. I'm in a text that said against the Nets that just said, "This is a game they miss Ime Udoka." Missoula's showing some growing pains and. If we want to talk about stopping the bleeding, timeouts can stop the bleeding. They That's why they've always been there. Did you see? So it was like I there was 207 left in the fourth quarter, right when Smart got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, when he should have put White back in the game. Yep. Because then you have that excuse. You have it. You have it. It's built in. Yeah. Just put him in the fucking game. Yeah. Anyway, 
Smart's still rolling around on the ground. He got hit in the nuts. I mean, I yeah. bet that hurt a lot. Yeah. Yep. He was holding his hip, and then you're like, oh, that was a bad shot. It's hurting that's everywhere. Not, that, yeah. That's everywhere. You don't even know where your nuts are. At that <laughs> yeah. point. They're in your stomach. One's up in your oh. eye. Like, God. But I was like, oh, Derek White's coming in. Nope. And then they went out on the court in the TNT or CBS announcers were like, ESPN. yeah, if he doesn't ESPN, we're like, if he doesn't use a timeout in uh, the next seven seconds, that he, he loses has, it. Like, he loses it. Just take a timeout. So, Everyone gets a breath. But the assistant coach must have whispered in his ear like, hey, you're going to lose that third timeout if you don't use it. And that's oh. why he called it. He wasn't not going to call that timeout. I get letting guys play through it. Let them do that in the first quarter or the second. Like, figure it out. That's but, not the time. No. Hey, Marcus Smart was still on the ground. Yeah. He wasn't subbing him out, God forbid. Between the not playing white and then, I mean, the end of the game, he waited, let him dribble the ball up. Grant didn't know the play. They had to burn the timeout. And then the Knicks had a foul to give, which they smartly took after they ran the action. And then they Tatum probably switched up. He was probably going to the hoop. He loves to go to the hoop and dunk on somebody's ass. Look at the video yeah. of what he did to Jared Allen on the Never Words podcast Instagram feed. The underscore never underscore words. But I have Look a post it. on there, and he he... It was live national television, Tim, and he murdered Jared Allen. We all witnessed it. Yeah, it that was he. He's not good. It's it's concerning, and hopefully, there's a philosophy yeah, like, change. Well, you're going to shorten your bench in the playoffs. Thankfully, cool. Is Derek White going to come out? Well, hopefully, that's the change. That's a philosophy change they have. I, I just I can't understand why Derek White didn't play in the second half. Him. I am I am like, with maybe you there he, 100%. did he play in a a little in the third quarter? I don't even remember he, seeing well, him. He out. got minutes in the second half, but then they just settled on that in the fourth is... quarter he did not play when it mattered. Yeah, Tim, I don't I agree with you. He should have played. But all right, Timmy. But let's let's change the subject here. Let's Let's feel a little better. Let's talk some Mexican food. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about your segment here? Yeah. All right. Stop it's just very burping. What do you want me to do? Not uh, drink while we're doing the podcast. What fucking seltzers? Uh, do they have alcohol in them? Yeah. So <laughs> what? You're an idiot. Um so this week's segment, uh, we're gonna do our top five Mexican foods. Um, I'll start. Okay. Number five, uh, chori pollo. It's a, uh, chicken breast cut in the middle. Butterfly. Fry, pan fried. They, uh, put chorizo and queso on it and they serve it with rice and beans and it's incredible. I've never had it. That sounds delicious. And again, this, we should get some sort of like the American Heart Society that sponsor this segment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, my number five is Huevos Rancheros. I'm going to hit you with uh, a breakfast option. First. Damn, I didn't even do breakfast. <laughs> Chiquiles? God. Um, I love it, and I like to make it at home sometimes, and every time I make it or have it, I'm happy. Yeah. You're okay. not wrong. 
I'm not. I know that I'm place. Wrong. Th- that place in Portland, phenomenal. What place uh, in front, Portland? F- front room. We oh, went yeah. there together. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I don't know if I. Had, I don't remember what I had. I know I had two Bloody Marys. Jamie, I also had five. He tried to keep up with you having five mimosas. Uh, what's your number four? Uh, Chili, Colorado. It's the best stewed meat in the business. Is that? I was wondering about that. Is that Mexican? Like, yeah. Okay. Just what did you like, think it was? Well, no, I'm just saying Colorado doesn't seem very. I'd like to know the Spanish name, words for it. Yeah, it's Mexican and it's the best. Um, we made it one time in Clinton. Oh, it was and good. The, oh, the socks were blown off of everybody. I don't have. All right. My number four isn't this, but I wanted to shout out refried beans because I love them. Oh, I wasn't doing sides. No, no, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Re- refried beans are the balls. Um, what do you? Are you a refried over uh, black bean? I love them both. They both have their strengths, but yes, refried over black bean. I agree. I made some in a crock pot one time. Phenomenal. Um, fish tacos. Dealer's choice on how you're going to prepare my fish. That's Interesting. Interesting. I didn't. Okay. I had fish tacos on a beach, like a beach bar restaurant in Cozumel. And you seriously could have just had fish monsters come out of the ocean and pull me away after I ate them. I would have been happy. That's it. That's all I need. And those fish monsters are rough. Oh, man. I probably had a soul with it, too. Mexican beer. Like, I fucking love Mexican beer. Oh well, yeah. You ever had a Pacifico? Yeah. El Rincon. All the time. That's what I get there. Love it. Uh, right. what, what's your three? I went with a burrito. Mm-hmm. You, now, you don't have a specific. You just mean the whole family. The, the, everything. Meat That's why cheese. I'm a little confused by Meat your uh, fish taco. That was very direct. Tim, I'm going to get even more direct, so hold on to your pants. But, like, burritos are their lunch, their breakfast, and their dinner. You smother them in something? That's a dinner. Don't, Tim, a burrito unsmothered is also dinner. They're fucking huge. No. And they're full of meat, cheese, and beans. No. <laughs> there's lunch burritos. There's dinner burritos. Oh, God. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Uncle Tony after this and ask if you can recommend a cardiologist. Uh my number three, this is where you might have some some sideways glances at me, some looks. Just fresh tortillas. I'm not judging that. Just if you have a real tortilla, it's and obviously it's holding other foods. You can build something. Or it's not. Or it's not. They're so good. It is so fucking good. I just so, when Kate was in San Diego, there's a place called Old Town, and it's just like an Old Town, Mexico. Mm-hmm. New development. And it's just, it is not. Um, and it's just old women in front of these restaurants oh, yes. just making tortillas. And they mm. are so good. That's where I learned about Chile, Colorado. It's three rest, It's three ingredients. Yeah, but these women, they, the fourth one is just love. 
yeah, or sweat, whatever it is they're doing in there. It, they are incredible. And it's just, and so you watch them cook them, you go in the restaurant, you order your food and then you walk, you look over your shoulder and it's just a lady like piling them on a plate. And then the server brings them over to you and you're like, this is nothing. This is awesome. I'd eat this whole thing, this whole stack. Yeah. Give me a short stack. And they don't make the little baby ones. Like you get it. No, these are hammers. These are like, do they, was it on a plancha or was it on like the domed thing? No, it was on a plancha. Oh, have you ever seen them on the dome thing? Like I've only seen it on cooking shows on TV. It's just like this really hot dome thing and they throw it over it. And it cooks in like eight seconds and they take it off. Looks so no, good. No, I mean, this is like, it could have been a legitimate Mexican stone they were cooking it on. Not I like know. an I don't, actual. I don't like... know the stones of Mexico. I only know granite. You're in the business? No, yeah, I'm in the granite state, though. Sure, right, sure. What's your two? <sighs> my two could have been number one. Okay, fair. But my number one. Like I, I, ooh, I, ooh, I couldn't chill. Sorry, everyone on YouTube. <laughs> I couldn't not put my number one, number one carnitas. I could eat it three times a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it is the best way to eat pork. Mm-hmm. And I eat a lot of pork in my life. You do. You do. Again. Yeah. Again. Cardiology. But it's just so good. I'll, any restaurant I go to Mexican. Mm-hmm. I'm starting with that. Where? What's your carnita situation? Yeah, that's where I'm starting. Mm-hmm. All right, my number two, guacamole. And I put in parentheses salsa. If you're chips, guac, salsa. I just don't, I feel like we're not talking on the same level here. You're doing a bunch of sides. Tim. Well, no, I did one side. Oh, I did tortillas. Um, Tim, the thing is, is, do you know how, like, if you get a puppy and never got one, well, you should, um, you get a puppy and you have to feed them, but don't let them get into the food. Cause a puppy will eat themselves to death. They can't stop themselves. I, that's me with chip salsa and guac. Like luckily, I'm be honest, runs... I've been to a Chili's with you. <laughs> yeah. You put that, you put down some salsa. I'm telling you, Tim, I like well, everybody loves they, the table salsa at Mexican thankfully, restaurants. It's a it it's a not it has an end because if it didn't, I I physically could I would eat chips and it salsa and guacamole an until I threw up. It doesn't have an end. You have to ask for a second bag of chips. Oh, chili skimps on their chips. That's the only demerit. About Chili's, Chili's. is so good. I, I wish we were sponsored by Chili's. Uh, someday, Tim, if we can get some people to listen to this, they'll be a, they'll be our main sponsor. But listen, I rarely frequent a chain restaurant, but I stand by Chili's. I don't go to chains, but if I'm in the neighborhood of a Chili's, I'm I'm You're done. thinking about it. Well, it's eating good in the neighborhood, Tim. We man, I've never it, eaten their ribs, baby back ribs. No, no. You get the chips and salsa, and you get the then you get then you get that's the text, it. You get in a little Tex-Mex mood, mood you yeah. know. That's um, all you get. You get the enchiladas. I don't. Yeah, God. Between twenty fourteen, mother and... of shit, I didn't put enchiladas on my list. 
Uh, Tim, this is your own fault that you come up with the stuff. We need a top 10. We're going to no, have to start. No, we're not. All right, top seven. It. No. All right. Tim, that's the, that's the beauty of a top five is like, these are it. I would take burritos out for okay. enchiladas. Okay. I'm would sorry. you slide it I'm in sorry, there or world. would you put enchiladas at five and bump everyone else down? No, I'd put them right in three. Okay. I fucking love enchiladas. All right. And what's your number one? Tacos. The other day, Tom, I oh. ate. White people tacos? Nine. Old El Paso tacos. Tim. I, you legit need an intervention. It was, it was, it was, un, it was unnerving. Uh, Griffin, a, Griffin was worried. I'm sure he's he was. A child. He said, he was, Dad, you're still eating those tacos. And I said, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, but they're just like fish. Have you ever had a fish stick taco? No. It's like North Brookfield meets Mexico. <laughs> it is. It's the greatest thing I've ever come across in my life. Oh, you my fry God. Fry up a couple fish sticks. You toss them in some. Uh, tortillas, throw a little green salsa on there, chili, and verde. then some sour, yeah, on, chili, verde. and then some sour cream. It will blow your mind. Oh, the hold the sour cream, but um, I used to be a hold your sour cream guy myself, but now these Tom, these tacos, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm not, I'm gonna tell you right now, I will never eat a frozen. Frozen fish stick taco, El, oh the old El Paso taco. I'm not they, that will never be consumed by me unless you won't eat an old El Paso taco, not with a fish stick in it. No, it's not. What? No, I'll eat white. It's just tacos. in a. It's just in a taco. You um, fry a fish stick and you put it in a tortilla. I'm, I'm not into a fish stick. If you made real fried fish, no, you're you're losing it. They're phenomenal. All right. Well, I'm gonna do my number one, and it's. Sp- more specific than yours, it is carnitas tacos specifically. Mm. Yeah, but, I just saw a new recipe for carnitas. I can't wait to try it. Tim, you have to come over and have my recipe for carnitas that I found. It's it's better than yours. Um, three hours to cook, Tim. Three hours soaking in juices. Mm. But um, this is where I will. I'll fight you on it. If I'm getting carnitas tacos, I want. Fresh tortillas. I want cilantro, lime, and onion. That's it. No, nobody's fighting you on that. You know how Reyes used to make his tacos? No. That's I, it. I never ate his tacos. I love that's to. it. Invite him to your house and have him make tacos. No, but that's it. That's all true Mexican. Like, I love old El Paso tacos. Don't yeah, go we know. We, you just ate nine of them. But traditional Mexican tacos are a hundred times better. Yeah. Tim, a hundred's too low. And that's well, the I just didn't know how I, I did. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't want to say 200 because the listeners would stop listening. Right. You need, you need, yeah, I get it. You need to be realistic. Tim, it's, but the original, he would do this thing. He would toast the tortilla on the grill mm-hmm. and then he would just put a piece of steak Lime, cilantro, onion, and he would just hand it to you. Yeah. Can can he move into your development? Like, can you just like... No, he's a, he's a big Texas guy. Well, you can put a Texas flag in the middle of your cul-de-sac. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that will... Maybe that, that will... I would love... That's a grill I want to stand around. 
Yeah. Drink and then he also 14 Pacificos. He would uh also make those little jalapeno thing. I mean, every everything that came off that grill. Oh, Timmy's mouth surprise. Yeah. All right, Tim. Even well, he would do it with the chicken. I I don't know, man. Never Tim, did it with pork though. Do you I know what? You put a pork chop in a taco. Tim, you, why would you do any other type of pork in a taco other than carnitas? Could be fun. Tim, this uh, this uh, segment it. was brought to you by the American Heart Association, um, and all the money they're going to make off of Tim someday, and Reyes's grill. I want to stand around that grill. So, Tim, I will talk to you next week, and you have a good day. All right, bye.